The following program contains adult content. It is not suitable for anyone under the age of 18. This content is not safe for work. If you are a pearl clutcher, a prude, or a pious type, just don't listen. Welcome to There Are No Nice Guys, a podcast about divorce, dating, sex, and what happens when single women realize that there are no nice guys. I am your host, Laura Coronado. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening to episode six of There Are No Nice Guys, a podcast about divorce, dating, sex, and what happens when single women realize that there are no nice guys. In this episode, we cover quite a few topics. I brought back my friend Stacy Frazier of Hot Shots, and she is a boudoir photographer. And she was in a premiere episode when um, we talked about where are all the nice guys and what's dating like nowadays. So this time I brought her back to discuss my boudoir photography shoot session, which I had with her recently, just a few months ago, as a matter of fact. And I talk about how it has really changed me. It's transformed me. It's made me into a a new person. I look at myself differently now in a good way. Uh, We also discuss the art of the hand job. Yes, yes, we do talk about hand jobs. Not so thoroughly, but it turns out there's a lot more to it than just tugging on a dick. So that's pretty cool. So Stacy gives us some insight into the research and work that she's done learning about giving hand jobs. And we also go over my little brief look and adventure into the world of swinging. So I have a story for you on that. But the overall of the theme, the overall premise of the this episode ends up really being about self-esteem, our perspective on who we are and the way we deserve to be treated, and up in our standards. Right now, the world is on lockdown. We're all self-isolating or quarantining ourselves if we've been infected with coronavirus. And if we're healthy, we're, or seemingly healthy, we're, we're isolating ourselves anyway, because there just is still so much to learn about this virus. And apparently you can be a carrier and just be asymptomatic. And the best way to flatten the curve is we got to stay home. And of course, that's affecting dating and hooking up and connecting with other people. So this has given me some really good time to do some reflection and understand that I really need to up my standards. I think we all do. I think we settle too much. And I don't just mean that in terms of relationships, because you know what, we, we do that as well. But I think we settle even when it comes to something as simple as a first date, or a second date or a third date. Or um, sex, casual sex, or sex with no strings attached. I think that we need to start as ladies. And when I say we, I'm specifically talking about single women. We need to start upping our standards. We need to start requiring more in order to get into our panties. Um, we need to start valuing ourselves better and seeing how special we truly are and whether it's a date. So just the time and just my company or whether it's full on intimacy, we need to make it so that a lot is required to get that much investment out of us. Because it is an investment out of us. We're being intimate with a man. We're letting him inside of us. When we go on a date, 
I mean, think about how much effort you put into the outfit and the shoes and the hair and the nails and the makeup and driving yourself there and doing what you need to do to protect yourself, such as texting friends. And there's a whole process that happens to us as single women, the whole process that we go through just for that first fucking date. Is he really worth it? You better make sure before you invest all of this time and money into an outfit and money into a dinner that you're probably going to end up paying for at least your share of it, right? He needs to be worth it. Don't fucking settle. We need to stop settling. We need to increase our standards and we need to require more because we're fucking special. Time with me on a date, even if it doesn't include sex, is still special time. And you're a lucky fucking man if I sit on the other side of a table and have a conversation with you and smile at you pretty and listen to you tell me your stories and um, all of that, all of that, all of that is special. And of course, intimacy is even more special. So come on, ladies, we need to band together. Um, When this whole lockdown is over with, when we've got coronavirus under control, apparently the guys out there think that we're just going to be all crazy horny and ready for a fucking free for all. We're not. And we know that about us. They don't seem to understand that, but we know that about us. So let us not settle. Let us not just give in to temptation. And let us start looking at ourselves as the special quality people we are. You're listening to There Are No Nice Guys, a podcast about divorce, dating, sex, and what happens when single women realize that there are no nice guys. And I am talking to a beautiful single woman now. It's my friend, Stacy. She was in the premiere episode. We discussed her background in boudoir photography. We discussed dating and I have brought her back. Welcome back, Stacy. Hi, thanks for having me again. Thanks for coming back. And it's funny because when we did the premiere episode, you and I were sitting next to each other. We both had mics. We're both there in the same room. And we live in the same town, so there's no reason why we shouldn't be, right? Walks away almost. And yeah, yeah. And uh, here we are today having to, I'm home, you're home. We're doing this interview online. We can't be in the same room. I can't be sharing my mics with you because we are in the age of coronavirus. Hello, coronavirus. (laughs) How are you faring? Like me, you live alone. I mean, normally, you know, I don't think being alone is a totally ideal situation for me, Um, Mm -hmm. but there is a lot I'm grateful for, for being alone during this, because if I were to get sick, I would hate to worry about passing that along to a loved one. Um, Mm -hmm. But I'm going to say that I'm very jealous of couples together through this, because there's a lot of fun Mm -hmm. that could be had (laughs) during this time. That's true. There could be a lot of fun to be had. Hopefully. I really hope so. I I see two things happening, actually. Here's my prediction. I think most everyone agrees with this one. There's going to be a lot of babies nine months from now. Like so many babies nine months from now. And divorce. That's the where I was going with my second one. That's my second <laughs> prediction. I think that we're going to see an influx of divorces by the end of the year. Yeah, I think a lot of sadly. I think this is bringing to light what people really want in their lives, um, mm-hmm. where our sense of purpose and where we find our meaning come from. And um, mm-hmm. you might not be all that satisfied in the relationship you're in. Um, yeah. So people are going to have to figure it out quickly. Yes, I totally agree with that. Well, uh, I had like a girl's night online last night with like my best friends. Fun. And, and, and they live in other areas of the states anyway. It's not like we all live in the same city. They're all spread across the country. And this weekend would have been our girls weekend. We were, gonna, oh. we were planning a girls weekend. Oh. So instead, we just did like our girls night online type of thing, catching up. And one of them told me that she had overheard a conversation her husband was having with his friends. And I guess one was single or some of them are single in the little group. And one of the guys said, 
Can you imagine how horny all the single women are going to be when we're done with this? And I'm like, um, no, that's not how it works, buddy. Uh, what do you think about that, Stacey? I'll tell you exactly what I think about it because I'm already seeing it. No, no, no. Mm. We might be horny, but we know how to control ourselves. I'm getting a plethora of dick pics like you would not believe right oh now. My God. These guys don't know how to handle their loneliness. And so they're just like <laughs> thinking with their dicks. And it, it's kind of interesting to me because we're all going to shut them down on that real quick. Like, no, I'm sorry. I Play know. a song for me. Write me a poem. Like, mm -hmm. do something sweet. I'm not giving you yes. my time if you're just going to throw your dick at yes. me. So, so it'll be interesting. They're going to learn quickly, too. I hope they learn yeah, quickly. I think you're very optimistic when it comes to men. But <laughs> <laughs> I would love for them to learn quickly. But I do agree that they don't understand the way it is with women. Like we really can go, we can go an entire fucking year without sex. Yeah. Yes, we're horny. Yes, we're sad and lonely. Yes, we're masturbating and crying afterwards because we have to masturbate. But we really do have this ability to withhold or, and just sort of control our loins. And it's whatever free-for-all single men think is going to happen, it ain't happening. Oh, no. They're in for a big disappointment. I mean, I'm not going to mm -hmm. lie. Like, I can masturbate way better than the types of sex that I could get casually. Ooh, um, yeah, good point. Yeah, like, I can, I can get myself there much easier. So I'm not going to uh, lower myself to somebody else's standards where that's concerned. Mm -hmm. And I'm certainly not going to when this lets up. Like, I'm going to be even more uh, diligent. Yeah. 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 I agree. Well, this coincidentally, everything went down with the self-isolation and stay at home. And I had already made a decision that I was going to take a break from men. I am currently right now on a break from men anyway. Oh my God. What perfect timing. <laughs> I know. I know. So the dating apps have been snoozed. And I think that the best thing I can do is to keep them snoozed when all of this is over. Because it's like you said, if you're already getting this influx of dick pics, I can only imagine how crazy and overwhelming Facebook dating, Bumble, Match, um, Tinder, I can, that's going to be crazy. Yeah, I'm not even looking. So I'm avoiding that. I too. Yeah, I think it's going to be worse than when they're trying to get to the toilet paper. Like that scene, <laughs> I think it's going to even worse on the dating app. So I'm totally avoiding that. I know. Um, so I'm definitely taking a break from men. And honestly, Stacey, you're part of the reason why. <gasps> I am. <laughs> I know. Ooh, that I that know sounds so like saucy when I put it that way. I know. That sounds like, like some sort of female on female type of action I'm proposing here, but no. <laughs> I have a whole long story for you. And it starts with the day that you and I did our photography our boudoir photography session together. Such a great thing. You are my boudoir photographer and I love my photos. I don't know if I've told you enough how much I love my photos. I love your photos. <laughs> the people who have seen my photos have loved my photos and I, I am selling you left and right. Like I'm going to, I wish coronavirus wasn't going on right now because I have oh. been selling you to couples, oh. mainly couples. Um, I've had a couple of single women who's expressed some interest, but it's mostly you know, couples oh. and everyone is interested in doing this. And I think part of the reason why I'm able to sort of sell this to everyone is I, I share them with my personal experience, which includes Stacy. I have been transformed. Oh. That session has transformed me. I have three beautiful R rated photos on my wall, my bedroom wall frame. Yes. I look at the morning. I look at them in the evening and I look at them with eyes of adoration and I am finally seeing what men have seen in me this whole time and even more so I'm seeing how special I am and my sexuality is that I don't want to be generous so much anymore you know I want to raise my standards and I'm sorry I'm I bringing know, you to I tears because that's the whole goal for me is for people that to see what goal. I see in them and 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 I this is what I'm telling all of my friends like you have to do this because you will finally see like especially the married couples you will finally see yourself the way your husband's been looking at you this whole time yes and you know what's funny when I get men trying to gift this to their wives that's what they tell me is I want her to see 
what I see in her, you know, because Mm -hmm. we're so hard on ourselves as women. We have so many, just so much pressure on us to be perfect. And that's impossible Mm -hmm. for all of us. So for you to see yourself through your husband's eyes or through my eyes, like I see so much beauty in all of you that Mm-hmm. I'm crying right now because of it, because huh. that's what, that's my goal. I want you to see what I see in you. And I know it's so hard for us to do on a daily basis. Um, so this just, this really makes me think it's all been worthwhile. Thank you. Oh, for sure. For sure. Thank you. I mean, you really helped me, like I said, just to transform me and see myself in a different light and see how special I really oh, am. Yes. And, and as you know, I had a fling recently, we call him the air force man. <laughs> because of course he was in the Air Force. And I ended up having the best sex of my life with him. So one, I want to no longer see men for now because I'm afraid of being disappointed because I just had the best sex of my life that the next guy I sleep with, that dude's doomed. Like it is not going to be any good. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm trying to prolong that disappointment that is inevitable. (laughs) But second of all, this was the best sex of my life. It was a very intense fling with Air Force Men. Oh. We were very much um, connected on a chemical level and on an emotional level, but he's married oh. and he lives in a different state and he uh, abuses alcohol. And I had like a scary night with him one night and all the red flags are there. This guy is not meant to be a permanent fixture in my life. But part of this transformation, seeing myself as special now, um, I'm starting to understand, like, you know, I may have a great experience with the guy. He may be gorgeous. He, this dude had a big dick. We all know how much I love big dicks. (laughs) But I deserve more. I don't deserve a married man. I deserve a single man who is completely available to me. I deserve someone who who lives in (laughs) no right. But I'd rather hold out. That's the whole thing. I know. And that's the thing that guys need to see about coronavirus and all of us being self-isolated. We would rather hold oh, out yeah. for what is right for us. And that's what I'm finally seeing with the boudoir photo shoot, seeing my photos in my bedroom. I am worth holding out Oh, for. my God, yes. What? You are a goddess. Yeah. You are a goddess. I see that Thank in you. you. I've always seen that in Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm seeing it now with the help of those photos. So thank you. Well, I'm going to tell you, I recently did a little photo shoot of myself for a long distance guy. And you know, I don't really do that. I'm always behind the camera, but he was the only man that ever said, you know what? You uh, provide this to so many people. I want you to do something for yourself for me. Oh, yeah. So I mean, it was not as professional, obviously, because I was trying to do it by myself. And it was with my iPhone, I took video and then just screenshotted, you know, I kind of did like a little routine, like of poses and dances. Um, Uh And it it turned out pretty good, actually. But I got to see that and feel that for a moment. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was really special. And, and and for him to do that was amazing because most guys, this is my test for men with my job. Mm-hmm. Um, they mm-hmm. all get a little excited about what I do for work. So, yeah. so most of them are like, I want to be your assistant so I can like look at your hot clients. And I'm like, pass, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, uh, on yeah. to next. And I'm not kidding. It's only been just a couple of men that were like, I want to see you doing this. Or they say, mm-hmm. oh my God look how talented you are. Mm, that's nice. That's a great compliment. Yeah. Those are the kind of compliments men should be giving us, not you're so hot. And look you know. how hot your clients are. That's even worse. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. can't even believe yeah, it comes yeah. out of their mouth. But time and time yeah. again, that's exactly what they say to me. So when you sent the photos to the long distance guy, what was, what was his reaction? Oh my reaction? gosh, he was so just, I don't want to say loving, but he was... Um, generous you can say loving i think you can say well, loving. I mean, I mean i i a person can act loving or be loving doesn't necessarily mean that you're in a love relationship right but, but that felt loving to me it did that mm-hmm, he was so generous mm-hmm. with his praise for me and mm-hmm. just made me feel good about myself and like i had done something that pleased him so that was that was nice mm-hmm. for me <laughs> That is very nice. And you also just offered a good tip. I hope our readers, I mean, our listeners caught that. But you were saying that you did video 
and you moved around with the video uh -huh. and then from there you took screenshots. Oh yeah. And so the way you would do that is you just kind of slither into the scene. So in mm. slow motion, you're doing a sexy dance and I did it like I started standing next to my bed and you really uh -huh. just kind of push your hips out so you get those curves in action and just slowly make your way onto the bed and then turn around. So kind of like the way exotic dancers exactly. move around. Yes, exactly and like dance. that. You're saying that that's what we should do in a video and then take screenshots from there. Yes. Some other fun video ideas they can send them Ooh. do you want to share okay so i have to backtrack a ways before this guy mm -hmm. came into my life i started you know i've been single for a long time but i want a relationship and I, i'm a very sexual woman so i want to still honor that part of myself even though i have no way to express it so i started reading about uh tantra and specifically mm -hmm. like tantra uh, where it's related to sex and, um, mm -hmm. you know, learning about like eye gazing, slowing everything down. Um, Can you define tantric sex for us for just like anybody who's never even heard of that term? What is tantric sex? Okay, let me back up again before I do that. So I found as a single woman, if I were in any sort of casual sex scenario, or I'm not even kidding, even with my past relationships, I was unfulfilled and I could not figure out mm -hmm. why. Um, like I said, I'm better at doing this to myself than most men are, mm -hmm. but I realized it's, I, I think people are getting too performance obsessed. And I think a lot of that is because of porn and it's teaching them like really just awful things to do to other human beings. It's not fulfilling. I mean, it's fun. Mm -hmm. It can be fun, but it's really not fulfilling in the long run. Um, so I started trying to understand why that is and what the opposite of that would be that might actually make me feel more connected during sex than mm -hmm. it just being a performance. And Tantra answered that for me. And so I started reading books mm -hmm. and then I met this guy and I started learning specifically about lingam massage, which is basically a really fancy term for a long hand job. Oh, lingam massage. Mm -hmm. That's such a neat term. I like that so much better than the board's hand. I know. I do too. Lingam massage. It's much sexier. I agree. And so I started learning that and then I would learn different strokes. I think I have 17 now that I have memorized. Wait, 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 wait. Did you just say you know 17 different lingam massage strokes? Yes, I did. And I named them... And I would take a video of me doing each stroke as I learned them, and I would send it to him wow. in a text message. And it was a super sexy way of relating. And the best part is that he could describe what he liked about it to me, what his favorite would be um, for different uh, parts of the lingam massage. So let's say he Ooh. might think something might be better to finish with. That's an important mm -hmm. one to know. So I got to learn what he liked long distance without even touching him. Wow. That is so cool. That's a lot of research to do on a guy. You must really like him. <laughs> well, I, I wanted to know this before he came along, but it just happened. It gave me kind of more motivation to really get on it. <laughs> get on it. So he's almost like your first sort of student. It's almost like he's your guinea pig, so to speak. I mean, I know you like him more than a guinea pig, but... <laughs> You wanted to learn this stuff anyway. Yes. You've been teaching yourself and researching. And so you're sort of testing out and trying out these videos and using that as a way to get to know what a man likes. And he's the first guy that you've tried this out on. Yes. But now I do speak about this with my male friends and I ask them, how, how are hand jobs looking for you? What, what are your preferences? Um, what do you wish women were doing? And I had one man recently tell me that only one person, he thinks that only 1% of all women are doing these techniques at all. And he thinks that if mm -hmm. you do all of this to a man, you can dominate him, <laughs> which is not what I want to do. I don't want to dominate a man, but I want to give him so much pleasure because that's yeah. very, very empowering to me. 
So of the 17 that you know, and that you showed this guy, so I'm assuming there were 17 different videos. Yes. Oh, wow. This guy is like so lucky. Oh, How many of the 17 was he into? Was it like half of them? Was it most of them? Oh, no, he liked all of them because really mm -hmm. you could probably get away with like five if you're going to do a full routine of this. But, um, mm -hmm. but if you're, I mean, like my goal is to spend like an hour doing this with them. Wow. So could a guy last that long? Yes, because there's an edging technique. You want to get them to the brink mm -hmm. and then you back them off and then you mm -hmm. build them up again, back them off. And then it's just a little more explosive. <laughs> wow. Is there ever going to be a time where you get to try these techniques on this guy in person? Well, Is that ever going to happen? It was supposed to happen this month, but you know, it's a long distance mm -hmm. thing and then coronavirus happened. And so who knows mm -hmm. what's going to happen, but whoever I end up with after all of this is, I think he's going to be a lucky man. <laughs> oh, extremely. He sounds extremely lucky. <laughs> Have you thought about teaching classes on this um, to women like me? Oh my gosh. So all of my friends that I've told this to, they're like, you have to teach me. You have to teach me. And now I'm thinking, mm -hmm. well, I just lost my business because of coronavirus for, you know, hopefully it's very temporary, but how am I going to make mm -hmm. money? I am not kidding. The thought has crossed my mind that I could do this um, for anyone who wants to know because everybody's locked up with their husbands. And actually, yes. here's an ironic part. I had named one of the strokes the lockdown. <laughs> <gasps> Oh my gosh, how coincidental. And that was prior to coronavirus yes. that you learned the one that you call the lockdown. Yes. So Oh yeah. my gosh. I know. So yeah, no, I'm I I the thought has crossed my mind, but it's a little odd mm -hmm. and uh, you know, it's peculiar for me to even consider yes. this. And I don't know. I don't know. I'm still Or you could write a book. I could write a book. Ooh. Mm-hmm so many ideas. And you're a photographer, so you could take the pictures yourself. You wouldn't even have to hire somebody. For the graphics. Wait, what would I be taking pictures of, Laura? Well, aren't you going to put your? <laughs> I, I'm assuming you were using a dildo, your hands. Like you actually got. Oh, okay. How to grip? Okay, right? yes, I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's still naughty pictures in a sense, but you really do have to show women, like you know, your right hands on top above the left hand, or yes, your your left hand's cupping the balls, your right hand is on the lower part of the shaft or the middle of the yes. shaft or whatever. So right? I actually so. did teach a class uh, on FaceTime the other day for a friend. And, and I was, I was blown away by her response. She said, you know, we're so accustomed to seeing porn and like almost anything we do for a man now is kind of a little bit degrading as far as porn teaches us. Mm -hmm. And she said this, mm -hmm. this was, this was kind of shocking to her because it, it made her realize that there are things that she can do still that are empowering to her as well and mm -hmm. not degrading at all. So, and, and it yeah. brings, that brings sensuality back into the act of sex because I think that yes. sensuality is missing completely from porn sex. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. I can, I, I totally get what you're saying. Um, which just brings my point back up about, you know, the specialness of intimacy. Oh. And even if it's casual intimacy or, or no strings attached, just intimacy, maybe not casual, maybe casual isn't the right word. And actually my therapist gets after me for using <laughs> it. Um, but maybe, you know, this, just the idea that I, I get it. Like I have sex with the guy doesn't mean I want to be his girlfriend, you know, but is it a casual interaction? If, especially if, you know, he's inside of me, how casual is inside of me? Right. You know? Right. So there is, this intimacy and we have to call it what it is. It is intimacy and um, learning these sort of techniques like you're talking about just enhances the intimacy. It makes, it makes the intimacy a bonding moment. Yes. Now you're bonding with the guy through intimacy and through sex. You're actually bonding as opposed to just using one another. Yes, you're connecting. And that's that's like my whole goal in life. I want to connect deeply with others. Otherwise, I'll just stay in my house and masturbate. Like, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Although you're connecting with yourself then. So true. And you know, I did a blog <laughs> post recently about self-soothing through uh, trying times like coronavirus. And, and I was hesitant to include this, but at the very end I said, you know, self-pleasure 
you know, look at self-pleasure in a more loving and connected way instead of like, you know, we can Mm -hmm. get a little perverted here and there or even sex Mm -hmm. with your partner. Like just try to make it more intimate and connected. But I think masturbation, even we can do the same. And I, I remember seeing somebody talk about that a long time ago saying, you know, do it in front of a mirror and really connect with yourself Mm -hmm. that way. So there's all kinds of things. That's a good challenge. I love that challenge. Mm -hmm. Masturbate in the mirror. Uh Do you think guys do that? I think I I would not put a past man to do it all the time, right? I think they are so in love with their cocks that they are totally like (laughs) checking their shit out. (laughs) Yeah, I think so too. But I think like the boudoir photography, I think what you're saying, like masturbating in front of a mirror for a woman could be also be a transformative moment. Um, Because have we ever watched ourselves having an orgasm? Men apparently love to watch me come. Oh, yeah. So I can only imagine that I must look really pretty when I do it. So now I I mean, I'm curious, like, what do I look like when I come? Oh, oh, take video of that girl. (laughs) You know what? I do have videos. And now that you say that Air Force man was a video taker. And I have about five or six videos and I'm, I am pretty obsessed with these videos. I know they're hot. They're hot. Oh, okay. Yeah. So did you watch uh, goop lab on Netflix where they did the episode for vulvas? I did not. Uh, I, but I've heard people talking about it. It gave me a new appreciation for what's down below. Like I, you mm-hmm. really don't know as a woman, how different we all look. Um, especially because mm-hmm. porn is basically one look only, but, but that was like, whoa, whoa, that was eye-opening. And I felt like, I don't know, just it gave me a new appreciation for all of my womanhood, you know? Yes. So we should all just like use the mirror, use video, whatever, and learn to love Mm -hmm. ourselves. Yes, all parts of ourselves. Not be ashamed, not always trying to hide everything away. But yeah, we should definitely love all parts of ourselves. Yes. And including the faces we make when we have an orgasm. (laughs) That's, yeah, I, I I don't worry about that. It is what it is, and I'm sure it's not pretty. Yeah. But <laughs> guys don't, and they don't mind. Like I think that's the other thing women don't understand. Like men don't judge these. No, things, I think right? that's they're not what men like more. Like when we show them our mm-hmm. raw side, that's like mm-hmm. loving to them. We are giving them a special yes. part of us. Exactly. Exactly. Well, we've talked about giving the special part and me raising my standards and being transformed. But prior to all that, I did have a brief adventure in the world of swinging (gasps) and swingers. Yes. So I do want to tell the story because, of course, you're a part of the story. And um, you had suggested, like, I'd been coming to you about, like, what 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 the fuck is the problem? Like I'm just looking for casual sex. I just want some, you know, free dick. Like, why aren't I getting dates? Like it's harder for me to get it's just as hard for me to get laid as it is for someone to find a boyfriend or a husband, right? It's just as hard for me to get to just to get laid. And you were like, have you tried swingers? And my response right away was like, Stacey, I don't want to fuck around with couples. Like that is not my thing. And then you were like, there are single men who hang out in the single lifestyle because they're the bulls. They're the guys that come into the couple situation. Yeah. And you would be the unicorn. And I would be the unicorn. So I found the website, uh, lifestyle lounge.com. I don't want to, now I did not, I'm, I want to give y'all a spoiler alert. I ended up realizing this is not the lifestyle for me. However, I don't want to diss the people who are in it or the website because the website really has built a community of regulars, of regular swingers, including bulls. There didn't seem to be a lot of unicorns. Um, And so maybe that's why when I joined the website, the response I got was pretty overwhelming. And even though you can check off little boxes that says, this is what I'm looking for, and the box for couples was not checked off. Only the box for single men was checked off. I nonetheless had all of these messages from all of these couples who wanted to meet me. And the thing about the lifestyle, you're talking about connection and intimacy. I feel like that's what, at least my impression, my impression that I walked away with, that it's a 
very, it's extremely casual. Now the term casual really comes into play and it's, there isn't a whole lot of connection. There isn't a whole lot of intimacy. There isn't anyone looking out for the safety of the single woman who is supposed to be meeting these complete strangers for sex to the point where the bulls don't ever reveal their last name before they meet you. Yeah, that's killer. And it just, it just got scary. I just got scared. Like, you know, I had like two guys on the hook that were ready to meet up with me, one at the Cosmopolitan, one at Tuscany, and neither would reveal their last names. I think they got scared of you because people that go to that site are super, super, super open. And so they're probably not used to people guarding themselves that much. And so they, they may have been like, whoa, why is this girl wanting to know my details? Like all Mm -hmm. that. But you know, I had a new thought for you. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like the next time you get on these dating apps, don't tell them that you're looking for that. Like make them think you're looking for a relationship because if you tell a guy you're looking for a relationship, he's just going to want to fuck you and walk away. So, (laughs) well, the night of the boudoir photography shoot, the next night, actually, because you were my date that night, but the <laughs> next night I had an actual Bumble date and I had updated my profile to take out any mention of casual sex. I did not put anything on that I'm looking for a relationship, but I did leave the casual sex out of it and I stuck to my personality, like, or just who I am. Like, I'm, I'm petite, I'm Latina and I have green eyes and I like having fun. And that was it. Like, I don't think I really revealed anything about myself. The guy that I ended up matching with and having a date with that night, his clearly said he was looking for a relationship. Oh, Sure enough, we had a one-night stand. And then one-night stand. Like, I haven't heard from him again. I actually did reach out because the sex is pretty good. That I was like, I kind of would like to see this guy again. He didn't respond. So that's when it was very clear to me that he strictly wanted a one-night stand. But it goes along with, like, you're saying, like, he presented himself to be like he wants to be in a relationship. I didn't do that, but I certainly didn't present myself to be only looking for casual sex. So because I swiped right on him, he probably thought, well, she's looking for a relationship too, because that's what my profile says. And sure enough, we just had a one night. Can I just tell you like, okay, recently I posted on Facebook. I said, what, what traits would your ideal partner have in a zombie apocalypse? Right. Oh, that's a good yeah. one. <laughs> and all of these men were like, I want somebody who's sub- sex obsessed, sex crazed, sex maniac, fuck, fuck, fuck. What? And I'm like, how does that help you survive okay, the zombies? I know. I'm like, actually, that might get you killed. You're going to be distracted, but whatever, they'll die happy. <laughs> <laughs> but good for you. But I found it really funny because I find the opposite when I'm looking for somebody to be in a relationship with. They all say they want somebody who's sexual. But it scares the hell out of them. They do not actually date the women that are sexual, I don't think. I think this is a fantasy in their heads that they can't handle when they are uh, approached with that. So what you're saying is that guys meet what they say is their ideal woman. And then, and including being very sexual and you know sexually progressive and sexual positive and that sort of thing. And when they meet her, they realize, oh, shit, this is scarier than I ever thought it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Oh. I, I don't know. They become intimidated. I'm trying to wrap my brain around it. But like, I felt kind of upset recently because I thought, why? Why do these guys just, they just want to fuck me. And, and they don't even mm-hmm. remember that I have a heart and a soul and a mind. And mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I actually do have needs and wants, desires, fears and all of that. But they're not like acting like I do. And, uh, I, and then <laughs> people told me I looked like Peg Bundy the other day. And that just like brought me crashing down because I thought that, oh. that sums it up right there for me. They think I'm like, I mean, Peg Bundy's kind of slutty and like, you know, like, uh, and I thought that's what I always thought me. Peg Bundy was hot. Okay. She's hot. <laughs> Look, I will, I will admit to that she's hot, but like, she was also a joke to men. Like, you know, she's a fucking joke Mm -hmm. and I don't want to be a joke. I want them to take me seriously. I'm like a serious, amazing woman. So it's frustrating to me with all of this. Well, you do realize that the people who don't take you seriously or who don't see how amazing you are, they're the ones with the problem, not you. Yeah. But like how how small of a percentage is it that we have to... (laughs) look at but isn't that what makes that person so special right like 
if every guy saw you to be this amazing, beautiful creature that you are, that you have a heart and you have a mind, if all the guys saw you that way and presented themselves as seeing you that way, wouldn't you feel overwhelmed by all the many options? Like, how do you choose one guy if they're all treating you like you're the queen of the world, right? Like the one person who treats you that way, that's when you know this is the special guy. But if you have like... 20 of them treating you that way or a hundred of them treating you that way, then it gets to be like, Oh fuck, how do I choose well, one? Any, many, many, then it comes one. down to chemistry and all of the other details. But, but like, I worry that if there's only one man out there for me, he may be in freaking Italy right now dying of coronavirus. <laughs> or he may be in Italy on lockdown like you. And then as soon as coronavirus is over, he's like, I, oh, you know what? I've always wanted to go to Las Vegas. <sighs> right. Yeah. No, you know what? Look through all of this <laughs> coronavirus bullshit. I just think, you know what, especially with all the dick pics floating my way, I am mm-hmm. really happy to be in the position I am in as a single woman who knows what I want. I, I, I can make myself happy through life. You know, I, I have the tools to do that. I don't need anybody. Um, yeah. I'm going to let them go figure it out right now. They need to, I think this is a reckoning for men. Um, <laughs> let them figure it out and then maybe they'll, they'll be good enough after this. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying all men, there are some amazing yes. ones out there amazing ones out there. Like I loved, Oh God, I shouldn't say that. I, I really liked the one that was long distance. Like he's, a, he's a decent, mm-hmm. decent man. And I never would have given mm-hmm. him all of what I've given to him mm-hmm. if he were not exceptional. So yes. yeah. So they are out there. Yeah. And that's what I'm holding out for. Are those exceptional men from now mm-hmm. on? I'm not interested in just, because here's the thing with me. I, feel sexual attraction to just about any man who's good looking, you know? And so the chemistry can be there simply because I am a sucker for handsome looks. Um, And then of course there's, um, and I have this thing for like creative men, you know, give me a guy with a guitar and you know, my panties fall off, you know? So I am trying to, um, you know, have those standards, raise them higher, stick by them, have some fucking dignity. Um, not share my sugar bowl with every fucking handsome man there is or every guy with a guitar because they have to prove themselves worthy, just like you Uh said. Um, But I also have to feel, um, for me, it's not like an, because I feel like you you talk more about like an intimate connection or like you said, like the connection. For me, there has to be more, there does have to be a connection, but it has to be more of a friendly. Like, can we just be friends? Can we just look out for one another in this moment? And what we're doing. And so that's when I realized that swinging just wasn't for me going that far into casual sex, because it really is sort of like you're on your own. Like I actually had to explain to the two guys who wouldn't give me the last names before we met, you know, I'm single. You're used to me meeting a woman with her husband there who's protecting her. You're asking me a single woman without a man on my side to protect me, but to go up to the Tuscany or go up to Cosmopolitan and just trust that you're not going to hurt me, that you're not going to do more to me than what we've been talking about or agreeing to, like at least, and then they also wouldn't even like, let me get to know them. Like I would ask them like, okay, so what do you do? And what are your hobbies? And these guys don't want to reveal their personality to me or their name. Right. They just want anonymous sex basically. Yeah. And it was so funny. One guy he had sent me so many videos of him masturbating <gasps> with his face, oh, yeah. by the way. Oh, interesting. And then he says, well, I really don't want to tell you a whole lot about myself because I'm a very private person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you nimwit. You've just sent me so many videos of you fucking or you playing with your dick and your face is in it. And you're going to tell me you're a private, there's not a goddamn thing private about you. If you're not going to give me your name or tell me about your personality, that's a red flag that you're hiding something. See, but that go, that shows yeah. the, the comfortability that men have with intimacy. Like sex to them is not as intimate as it can be for women. Um, mm-hmm. Getting personal is intimate more for them. Um, showing mm-hmm. emotions. That's a good yeah. Point. So yeah, I think they're very comfortable with using their body to express those things, mm-hmm. but not anything else. I can't be an anonymous sex kind of girl. Like I am not going to put my pussy up against the glory hole and let a guy just stick his <laughs> dick in because that's apparently what some of these guys can do, right? Yes. Like, 
they don't even just see the woman that you can have a wall between him and the woman but as long as there's a pussy hole to stick his dick in. Yo, that makes me really kind of angry right now. But I mean, because I think they can build the fantasy behind that wall of whatever they want her to be. And you know, it might be a dude's ass back there. <laughs> Who knows? True, but um, you know, he can still think it's a woman that you know, the woman of his uh, fantasies. And that's the other thing I find with men is they build this fantasy of me. And as soon as mm-hmm. I show a little dose of reality that I'm actually fucking human, like. It, it freaks them out. So that's why I'm really excited about coronavirus. I think that these are things that uh, they can be able to come to terms with to find what, what is really fulfilling for them in relationships and how they, mm-hmm. how they deal with the opposite sex. Yes, I hope so. I, I hope it's an opportunity for them to do that. It's definitely an opportunity for me to sort of reconvene my thoughts and, and think about my standards. I, moving forward, am making a commitment, commitment to myself to start, start being pickier and more selective Yes. Um, about guys that I have sex with, even if it is casual sex or even if it is, you know, sex with no commitment, um, I'm going to raise those standards and, um, and I'm ready to bust some fantasies. <laughs> Like you said, guys, you know, fantasize. They put me in some sort of little, you know, fantasy box. Uh-huh. And then if I don't meet that because maybe, you know, what I hate, you know what I hate? This is, what? And this is a pet peeve what? of mine. Smart ass guys. Guys who think that being snarky and sarcastic and a smart ass attitude is somehow funny and charming. I don't find that charming at all. No. Ever. No. So when a guy likes me and he starts using that sense of humor with me, I'm done. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm not even turned on anymore. It's like, dude, I don't, don't want to fuck you now. You, you, your sense of humor sucks. Right. Like they forgot how to turn us on in some of this. I don't know, know where it went wrong, but. Well, when a guy does that with me and then I speak up and I say, you know what? I'm no longer interested. I've busted his fantasy. And that's my point. I'm going to start busting a lot of fantasies because there's, a, I have many more pet peeves beyond the smart ass attitude that just turn me off. And if a guy can't keep me turned on and what turns me on, I think is what also turns you on is that sweetness, being sweet and nice and gentlemanly. Like I like that. There's nothing wrong. With I don't that. know if I like sweetness I like- to be honest, but I do like somebody who's putting an effort, showing an interest, making me feel mm-hmm. wanted. Well, to me, that is, yeah, sweetness. yeah, that's, and that's a word that I would use to describe that is that sweetness that, you know, p- words of positivity, like, like when you sent 17 videos and you got great feedback from this guy, when you sent him the pictures that he requested and he had all these great things to yes. say about you. Oh God, like, yes. That is being sweet. Yes. But when, it, you know, so it's like, guys show up, be sweet. Don't pick on my pigtails if you like me. Like, don't pull my hair. Don't, don't use pulling my hair. Oh, unless we're having sex. But <laughs> <laughs> if you want my attention, you like me, don't pick on my ponytail and tug at it and pull at it for my attention. Right. Be sweet. We're grownups. Let's say do something this. nice. Yeah, say something <sighs> nice. And we're not coming out of coronavirus horny as fuck. I mean, we probably will be horny, but we're, this doesn't mean that we're these animals and we're going to settle for any joe bob that comes along that wants to have sex with uh-huh. us i agree completely i'm yeah i'm holding back for yeah good stuff and let's all all ladies let's hold each other accountable for this please it's the only way we can change yes. this unfulfilling bullshit that's going on out there so stacy i'm not gonna let you settle and you have to promise me you're not gonna let me settle. i either. promise you that i will help you through it you help me through it yes <laughs> all right girl power girl power Okay. <laughs> well, thank you again for returning. I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. I appreciate all of your words of wisdom. Yes. And again, thank you for that boudoir photography shoot oh. that changed my life. Oh. And if you want people to stay in touch with you, and what if they want information if you do do these classes, where do they go? Well, they can email me at info at hoteshots.com. It's H A U T E. S H O T S. Um, everybody says hot, but it's hot. Uh, or they can find me on my uh, Facebook page of the same name, although they can't email me there. Um, Stacy Frazier, Facebook, Hot Shots on, I said hot, on uh, Instagram <laughs> or uh, Twitter. Your website is oh, hotshots.com. Yes. Yes, my website. Yeah. Okay. 
good. And I'll make sure that when I write a blog post to accompany this podcast, I'll put the links in there as, as well. Cool. And if you do decide to do classes, are you going to announce that on your website I, or on Instagram? I maybe, am debating or? that. Uh, I'm debating. I don't know. I don't know. This is just kind of a little fantasy that I have and I do need mm -hmm. to make money soon. So it may happen. <laughs> uh, well, I think after this, a lot of women are going to be interested in and learning about you know hand jobs. Hey, if, if anybody's interested, I would love to hear that because that may give me the motivation to actually go through with it. So let's <laughs> see. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, okay, so again, after coronavirus is over, we're holding each other accountable. Yes. We're setting our standards high. Hi, hi, hi. And we're not settling for less. I agree. Woo! All right. Well, thank you, Stacy. Thank you. <laughs>